Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Domsko. I'm Henry Laksana. I'm Peter Turepko, and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. Oh, I want to say a quick. Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, we didn't get to see you over the festive period. Merry Christmas to you as well, JG. And glad to have you back as well. How are you feeling? We didn't have you on the last pod. John Silk filled in. Are you feeling better now? Well, it's big boots to fill. Um, but John Silk did do a good job, so I let him off the hook. Um, I'm feeling sure? great. Yeah, I'm feeling a lot better. I was just joking around with you. It's the first time... In a few weeks, I've got nothing wrong with me. I had a few issues with my neck. I'm not sure what happened. I then had the the booster jab and I had a bit of soreness. And then after that, I had a cold, nothing to do with COVID. And yeah, it's just been a bit of a tricky time. Drinking a lot as well, a few times hung over. But I just feel fit and ready. Um, and listen, I'll tell you what, if more people drop out of the Australian Open, you never know, you might see me there because I'm feeling ready and I'm feeling good. There's part of me that doesn't like the fact that he's so. He, he, it seems like he's come to life when the, there's negative Djokovic news around. JG suddenly all his ailments. No. Like he woke up in the morning and saw the news. He's like, oh, I feel great. I can't wait to do a podcast. But uh, yeah, we're going to get stuck into it. Obviously, the news that uh, came out, I think it was a day ago, Djokovic. Yeah. Not going to be playing the ATP Cup, unfortunately. He's still in Serbia playing tennis in the rain uh, just outside. I don't know. I just saw that. Having a knock-up, not sure who it was with. Uh, and then having this photo taken with a, a Serbian handball player, I think, yeah. as well. So Yeah, I saw that. A... It was on Christmas Day, but fair play. Um, the big news, though, Djokovic out of ATP Cup. What does this now mean? Does this now mean he's not going to be going to Australia? Um we know the way the Australian government are handling the situation with COVID. They're super strict. It doesn't get any more stricter than in the world. Um, 
some some people are calling them hypochondriacs and they're over they're just making it all such a big thing and uh over overreacting but ultimately it seems to be you have to be vaccinated and they might even go even further than that because recently the Abu Dhabi event I feel like they were vaccinated for that most of the play I think all of the players had to be vaccinated for that but then it all ended in being a massive covid fest where everyone caught it yeah. and passed it on so yeah, it wasn't good. It's, it's a very uncertain times. Is the Australian Open going to still go ahead? You'd think so. I don't think that's yeah. really in question. It's just how is it going to happen? Um, is it? Are they going to just stick with if you are vaccinated, then you just don't have to quarantine and you're able to play? And if you're not, you're not allowed to go? I think so. I think it's just going to stick with that, which would mean I still would, I'm, I'm under the impression that Djokovic is not vaccinated. I know you and John Silk have your own opinion on it and you both feel that he's going to be there. I'm not so sure on that at all. I think he's a man of his morals, a man of his words and someone who sort of prides himself on his integrity. And if he is all of them things, then for me, I don't think we're going to see him in Australia, which would mean we don't see him at the Australian Open. But let's see. Well, we'll have to see. Uh, I think what was our stances on it? I think John Silk said he's just not in disclosed that he's been vaccinated i said i think he'll get vaccinated before he goes and then you just said he's not going to do it he's not going to go or something like that wasn't no it? i said he's not going to australia because he's not been vaccinated he's not going to get vaccinated yeah exactly but who knows there's still there was still like sort of rumblings about these medical exemptions and this type of thing maybe they're waiting maybe there is something in the works which is going on at the moment there's been a lot of I've, I've seen some people speaking out uh, in some news sources uh, talking about some favorable treatment that sort that there's been there in the past as well for top players and stuff like that over in Australia. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's hard to really gauge because we don't really know what's going on. Djokovic, silence sometimes speaks volumes, but with him, I'm not even sure it does. I don't, I, is it just like a drama show? Is it just the the theatre uh, of of Djokovic, really, that we're watching at the moment? And are we going to be put out of our misery and just find out the answer? Seems to be keeping it. He's not going to just no. He's not now. It's gone so far. It's going to be to the final knockins when the deadline is. It's going to. That's when yeah, we'll yeah. know when it's final. When there's no one can enter, no one can withdraw, and it's done. Well, I'll say that you can withdraw any time, but well, we should let us know end. soon because we're going to do our predictions for the yeah. Australian Open soon. I, I need to know, and not just I that. I'm, I know you're waiting as well to find out who's definitely playing because then we can actually finalize our promo video for the event. Yes, which will exactly. be nice. So I he's know. holding us all in um, in limbo at the moment. Um, but to start this podcast off, enough of the waffle. Let's bring up John Silk because he was getting a bit <laughs> cocky the other day on Twitter. And I feel like I would like to start here. And he said, both Ben and I called it, apparently. Uh, though still not confirmed, I fully expect Djokovic to play the Australian Open. If he had no intention of going, he would simply say so. And when was this from? I think what this day? is, I think he made this tweet after he was confirmed for the ATP Cup. And he was, oh, yeah, yeah. He was t messaging us privately. He was very, very confident in the fact that oh now he's in he's in the ATP Cup draw he's going to be going to Australia he's not going to be going there and I'd had to agree to him at the time because I was thinking fair enough he's not going to just go to the ATP Cup and then not play Australia Australian mm. Open but now it's all up in the air and John Silk he's still pretty confident <laughs> as we can see I think I don't know if you've got his other tweets but he's still going saying uh, that wow. he's pretty confident Djokovic is going to be there 
well, I feel like he's one of them people one. now. Yeah, then we, he's gone too far where he can't back down. Now. He's saying, still think Djokovic will play the Australian Open, hide under blanket until 17th of January. That just seems like it's going to be the big day when we'll find out, um, which is, I think that's the start of the event, isn't it? 17th of yeah. Jan. Probably we'll know a bit before, I'm hoping. Um, but yeah, John true. Silk, he's going full, full guns blazing. But what about you, Ben? Because I know you was on his side. Are you still as confident as John Silk? I wouldn't say I'm I'm as confident as John Silk. It doesn't look good, does it, when you pull out of the warm-up event that's going to be going on before. But this is where when I know that we were speaking about those medical exemptions and all of that thing. I think I don't know why. I, there's no way of knowing because they won't tell us anything. But there's part of me thinking, is he trying to wangle something in the pros? Is there someone? A lot of people speaking, saying like, what, what, what? like exemptions can we get or what how can we get him in there or what's the deadline what's the latest we can get him over there into australia so he can still play he can still train here it's fine uh i think there's a lot of those discussions going on and i think that there still be the ability to get vaccinated though that's the thing it's still he still has the opportunity to to get it I don't think that that's out of the realm of possibility still. It's just he's holding off until the, the bitter end and it's making me very, no, very... No, wait, wait, let me just clarify that. Is Does he still have time to definitely get vaccinated? I think so, yeah. But well, it's what, not you're, until... you're able to get both jabs? Well, how, oh, how long oh, do you need between... Oh, oh, how long oh. do you need between both? Yeah, well, I don't know what oh. the ruling is. Maybe running out of time, mate. Running out of time. Does, well, one, this vaccine, is it. does, does one vaccine do enough? I don't know. We'll have to see, but... I this is still, exactly. I, I don't it. think don't he's know. been vaccinated, Ben. I think you've you've always kept saying that he is, and he's just keeping it under hush, and he's just going to announce last minute, keeping everyone in suspense. Surely you don't still think that, do you? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't look good, does it? It doesn't look like that. Uh, otherwise, why would he not have travelled yet? And that's the one sort of question. Unless this is just one massive ploy by him, just to get the media into a frenzy which i don't know why you want to do it this way it seems like it's far too dramatic on something that could have just been yeah i'm going and then i'm on the plane yeah another scenario was this though this is what i was thinking about and matthew said it as well in the chat i don't know if he's saying it but this is what you might be alluding to so if you test positive for the atp cup are you then out of the australian open i think you would be well, I'm not entirely Chapeau sure how it would work, but if you do get to the ATP, if you play in sort of start of January, I think you've then got, say, sort of 16 days or so until yeah. thing. In theory, you should be covered, but I'm not sure. For a start, if you've quarantined for 14 days or 10 days, I'm not sure if they've reduced it, are you going to be mm. in that well of a place to be playing? Are you going to be allowed to in Australia? I'm not sure if they're going to allow that. What's so we'll have to wait and see with that. So is Djokovic just... doing this? In, in a way to sort of say, you know what, I'm going to just bypass the ATV Cup. Everyone's getting COVID at the moment. I'm not risking the chance of missing out on the Australian Open. I'm keeping it under harsh. No one thinks I'm going to be there. Well, not I say a lot of people still think he's going to be there. It's about 50-50, I'd say. Um, but he's just distracting us all, saying he's not going to the ATV Cup because he's saving himself for the Australian Open. He wants to be there. He wants to make sure that he's not interacting with people until that moment so he can play Australia without any fear of, of testing positive in the meantime. It's a good point that you raised, to be honest, because obviously we know Chapo landed, and as soon as he landed, he tested positive for COVID. So he goes straight into 
isolation, which is ridiculous. I mean, that's probably what he's wanting to avoid. If he manages to have a very, very tight, close-knit team and he's completely yeah. isolated in Serbia. Was this in Australia? Yeah, in Australia, he landed. In because the- it's very strict there, right? If you are, yep. to, it's, it's a bit different. People need to remember, if you test positive when you land in Australia, you have to follow their rules when you get there. Yeah, And I'm pretty sure it's pretty strict quarantine. Yeah, but I reckon if he he could have he could have been vaccinated already. You never know, but he might not because you can still catch it even if you're vaccinated. That's the thing. You can still it doesn't prevent you from catching it or passing it on to somebody else. It just means you have a less risk uh, chance of uh, hospital hospitalization. That's all. So he might just be staying at home and staying with a very close knit team of very well-tested people his team and they all stay in the compound let's say for i don't know all the time leading up until that time when he knows he needs to make the flight and just lands has enough time to deal with the jet lag and just stays in the confines of just a very very close knit uh team i don't know maybe that is a possibility Hmm. for me he's not going (laughs) he's missing it all together his but hope's still... I'm, I'm, listen, I'm here for all of the different theories and I'm interested to see what happens. I like that one, though. Um, it's quite an interesting one. It's another one, yeah. And yeah. the only thing is a bit... It is getting a little bit tiresome. I feel like we've done a few podcasts on the same type of topic. I mm. would like to move on from it a little bit. Yeah. Um. So let's probably move on very soon on this one because it is getting a bit of a... a bit repetitive. Just come out and just say something. This is why it is a bit frustrating, this whole story. Just... And not just just Djokovic as well. Why hasn't more players not said uh, whether they're not going or not? No, because I, I saw there were statistics come out saying eighty percent of the top one hundred are not vaccinated, which would then wow. mean twenty of them won't be going to the Australian Open. Which, if they should just they should disclose that now that they're that they're, they're the one because I know we've got Pierre Hubert Her, uh, Hughes Herbert. He's yep. not going to be there. He's not vaccinated. But if there is more, at least give. If you announce it now, it gives the opportunity for sort of the the players lower ranked who will be then getting called up to play to prepare sort of, sort of mentally and physically for such a big event. I think something quite interesting that you said to me, I know that it was sort of off stream as well, and we didn't really cover it in the last one. You said uh, Bear, uh, him choosing not to have the vaccine, he's one half of one of the best doubles pairings in the game, which is Herbert and Mahut. And Mahut, I think... He is vaccinated, yeah. uh, I, be- I believe. Yeah, he is. It sort of wrecks the doubles partnership. I mean, who's he going to play doubles with now? I mean, that is his best chance playing with a bear to win something potentially uh, in a Grand Slam match. But it's a bit unfortunate, I have to Mate, say. We're going to see a lot more of it as well. And it, it really sucks. It, it's terrible. For I feel sorry for Mahut big time because yeah. he would have had a good shot of some of these events. We know he's not going to be at it in the singles at all. He's not no. going to be competing. But in the doubles, he can do a lot of damage with Herbert. But he's mm. not given that opportunity, especially not in Australia. Maybe for some of the other slams, we don't know. They might be a bit more lax with their rules. Um, but the way it's going, it seems to be, I think more slams will follow sort of uh, the lead of Australia. Probably not as strict, but they will require vaccination, uh, vaccinated players, just like they require uh, the the sort of fans and general public and all the people around in and around the event to be vaccinated as well. So it's only fair, isn't it? What do you make of that Sputnik one? Uh, it's the one that's in uh, Russia, I believe. Uh, I think there was, 
I can't I've can't There's pronounce the, the girl's name. <laughs> the, girl, yeah. the girl's name. Sorry if I can't. Uh, I know her name, but I just can't say it off the top just of my head. It. It's a. I don't know. It was. It begins with a V. It's like a Vicaria Saver or something like this. I okay. don't know. I've, I've really butchered it. Yeah. Uh, but she, I, she, I think she's quite a young player anyway. But she yep. announced that she couldn't travel because that one's not accepted in Australia as well. So you have to have specific vaccines as well. So. What does that mean for her? Do you go out and you just get a whole new set of vaccines, even though you've been vaccinated already? That's hyper thin. I don't know. It's just how many vaccines can your body take? You keep, <laughs> keep jabbing yourself up with vaccines, well, boosters, vaccines, Moderna's, Pfizer's. I know. Zeneca. We'll Let's move on from this. Um, we've had our say for people just joining. I don't think Djokovic is going to be playing the Australian Open this year. I know. I've said it's about 50-50. People are on the fence. They're not sure. I'd probably say it's more people think he will play than won't play. Um, But I'm I'm on the side where I don't think he is because he's pulled out of the ATP Cup now. It just, everything's sort of, the way the world's going at the moment, everything's pointing towards the fact that it's not going to be getting better, the situation. They're not going to be less lenient with any of their restrictions. I don't think he's been vaccinated, so he's not going to go. I can't see any way around it. Um... But yeah, when there's time, there's time to find a way. There is still a little bit of time, so I don't think I don't know. There's just part of me thinks that there's a reason there's no announcement yet, and that's because they're still trying to wangle something. (laughs) I think that we could still that for me, there's still I'm not going to go 50 50. I still reckon there's maybe like a 70 30 Djokovic will go still. Yeah, I'd say that's probably fair enough. Uh, we've got Oli Patone in the chat saying, no way he skips Australian Open, uh, not when it's 20 each and Roland Garros up next. Yeah, but uh, there's part view. of me that, yeah, but he won Roland Garros last year. So he probably fight, thinks of himself as the favourite there. And if he whoa, doesn't... Whoa, play... whoa, 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 whoa. Steady on with this uh, favourite nah, but... of Roland Garros. I've seen a lot of people with this kind of uh, attitude. I've seen people tipping Carlos Alcaraz to win Roland Garros. I've oh, seen God. people tipping Dominic Ting to make a r- miraculous recovery and win Roland Garros this year. Scissor pass, it's his chance, the Prince of Clay. Let's not remember who dominates Roland Garros. And just because he lost it last year doesn't mean, and all of the issues and injuries and stuff, does not mean that he's not going to be a big favourite, the biggest favourite to win it this year. Everyone needs to hold their horses with this uh, Rafael Nadal slander at Roland Garros because <laughs> if he's been beaten last year, and I tell you what, that's the worst thing you can do to Rafael Nadal is beat him at Roland Garros. He's going to be coming back with a vengeance this year. Watch well, out that- for Rafael Nadal at Roland Garros. I don't want to hear no more of this. He's favourite. He's favourite. Rafa's favourite. Well, let's end. wait. Let's wait and see which side of the draws they're both in. That's all I got to say. Don't care. Rafa's I, I always, I, I he'll always the, be favourite at Roland Garros. I, I hope that they're in the same side of the draw again. He meets him before the final because we know that that does not spell good things for Rafa if they meet before the final. That's Here we all. A hundred and three. Exactly. Let's move on. Two of those are Djokovic. Hundred to three. Just to yeah, put that into perspective a little bit. He just lost to Murray, mate. Come on. Put it into And Chapo. Come on, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> Let's have a look at the next. It's, it's um, on hard though. It's on hard. He did look good, though, Rafa. He did look good on his comeback. So I've got to give him some credit. So anyway, yeah, this one, it's just saying his name's still in the in the entry list anyway, this tweet for the Australian Open. I think we've got another silk one coming up next. Is this the go. Abu Dhabi things? Uh, the people who tested positive. Well, what a disaster of an event it was. Oh, Absolute disaster. Um, 
One I was looking forward to, <laughs> to see Rafa return. He returned. He looked okay. I didn't think he was that terrible. I was pretty impressed with Murray, if I'm honest. I was pretty impressed with Chapo. <laughs> played well against... Um, they both did very well against Rafa. Played some good tennis. Um, unfortunately, we didn't, wasn't able to cover it on the watch-alongs. But yeah. it was just a complete failure, from in, aside from the tennis, because everyone got COVID. Raducanu, mm. Benchic, Jabur, Chapo, Rublev recently as well. Uh, and yep. Nadal, shambles, if I'm honest. You've got to look at it and think, clearly the right uh, protocols wasn't carried out at this event because it was just a complete disaster. Yeah, we've got the players who weren't uh, positive, who went, that's Murray, Evans and Fritz there on the list. And you had a little uh, statement from Andre yep. Rublev. That was the one just to... Uh, announcing him testing positive there. Just show that on the screen for you. Yeah, and he's just hoping there, I've just cut to the chase, it's quite long, saying he's hoping that he will be able to still play ATB Cup in the Australian mm. Open. That's going to be his focus. Um, and I feel like Rublev, he's not having too many issues with um, testing positive in terms of it's not, the side effects aren't that great. So hopefully we will be seeing him in Australia. Yeah, I want to have some more. I, I was going to use the wrong word there. I want to have some more a positive outlook on this. But that's probably the wrong word to use. <laughs> I want to have a better outlook on. I think that this latest strain, it's at least not. I don't know. It's not debilitating people no. in the same way that the last one were, and it seems to be getting weaker, more diluted yep. strains. And I think that that's what we're going to see more of. It's a faster spreading yeah, but much less uh, significant on people's immune systems that type of thing and i hoping this is the beginning yeah. of the end this latest uh, variant and i agree we, that's what my fingers crossed don't want to jinx anything but i i based upon the videos i've watched and stuff and they've we said about like the, the graphs of other pandemics and how that they the, those viruses like mutate and have different variants this is going the same way. And they said that this is a good sign and it will just eventually keep diluting itself and keep on getting weaker and weaker until, uh, yeah, we can get back to normal, which is a great, uh, well, when I watched that, I was like, oh, that puts my mind at ease a little bit for, for 2022. We've got Kathy there, fingers crossed, Ben. But I yeah. agree and echo what you said. I am not too worried about this most recent variant, if I'm honest. Um no. Try and avoid it as much as possible. Do the best things you can to protect Probably most had it. people That's of the society. But it's not that severe. It's the the one not to, to worry about as much as all the others. Just my view and your view. Everyone's entitled to their own. Um, but let's move on to the next bit. And the next yeah, one well, is... Al Almina. <laughs> Good news. If Rublev's out of the ATP Cup, then Karatsev plays. That's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how uh, he likes a little warm-up event before the Australian Open. I'm sure he does. Yeah, I don't think Russia would really miss out on Rublev <laughs> too much, which is crazy to think. But... I know. It's mad, isn't it? Right. So next one. Uh, I think that's just more of the same. That was yeah. from Vanch this time. Okay. Moving on to the next one. There you go. There's Mr. John Silk again, just saying Murray, interestingly, is someone who has already had COVID and got his booster a few days ago, though it is the former that probably saved him in Abu Dhabi, which, uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy, isn't it? So, yeah, just having had it already is probably the reason that he probably didn't get it again. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, we didn't. Well, exactly. I think we're uh, speculating a little bit there, yeah. but I've I've heard similar things from joe rogan's podcast and stuff like that him uttering such similar things but 
All right, moving on. Oh, this one's uh, to do with Dominic team, Diego Schwartzman, Benoit Pair, and Juan Manuel Serendolo on this uh, tweet that you sent me. Oh, this is an old one. I'm not sure why this is on here, but you can uh, you can remove this. But yeah, great to see that we'll be seeing some of them. I'm excited for that, but not, not one we can talk about now. Okay. Um, this is a big one. So European Sports Person of the Year. Um, let's give some more positive Novak Djokovic news because he's won it in a year with some really outstanding sportsmen um, in Europe, most notably Max Verstappen winning that yeah. title in ridiculous fashion i know we probably have some f1 fans in the house just beating lewis hamilton very controversially but yeah. verstappen's an incredible racer he was i thought he could have won it lewandowski doesn't get much bigger than him in terms of strikers arguably could have won the ballon d'or this year i thought he has been yeah. the best player better than messi i think messi's name probably won it more than anything but novak Djokovic, he trumps both of them Wins the overall, uh, and sorry, what's it called? The European Sports Person of the Year 2021. And you've got to say it's fully deserved. Three Grand Slams out of four. One match away from winning all four. Yeah, Pretty close in the Olympics. Um, probably Olympics wasn't the best <laughs> example to use because that was one we didn't do great at. But all of the others, outstanding. Well, what a world sports record. person, man. Yeah, most weeks at number one, most uh, Masters titles. Yeah. Would you say it's fair that he won it? Definitely. I mean, what a year. Uh, I don't. I think any year in which you win three Grand Slams in, in the same calendar year it has to stand at the top of some of the greatest achievements on the sporting spectrum. And I think a lot of people have spoken out. Other sports people have just said, I don't know how, how he's doing it. And especially against, this is like the, I know the people saying, oh, they're not that strong. Uh, uh, the new breed coming through. They are. They're they're really good. They're chomping at the bit. Tsitsipas, your Berrettini, your Medvedev, your Zverev. They're all right there. But he's just been fending them off with a stick, it seems, uh, all year and still claiming extra Grand Slams to get himself level with Roger uh, and Rafa and put himself in good stead for 2022 as well. Yeah. Yeah, so congratulations to Djokovic. Incredible achievement and fully deserved. Yes. Uh, this one was from uh, our friend over at Monday Match Analysis, which is uh, Mr. Gil Gross as well. Uh, do you want to read that one? Yeah, by the looks of it, 16 of the top, of the ATP top 20 are playing ATP Cup next week. The four that aren't are the top four players in the world when the event debuted in 2020. Djokovic, Nadal, Federer and team. They're the four that are missing, but still 16 incredible tennis players. Um, you've got to look at it as if them 16 are to get COVID, they could potentially then miss out on uh, the Australian Open, which could be pretty sad. But hopefully nobody does in Australia and uh, they can all sort of use this as good preparation uh, for the Australian Open to go into it with a bit of tennis under their belt. And at least we yeah. know it's going to be super competitive because we're going to be seeing 16 of the very best players play in there. Um, shame we're not getting Djokovic and the Dow mm. uh, team. I'm not so much missing because we don't know what he's the level he's going to be at, and Federer no, is nowhere near it at the moment. But they're the two, Djokovic and Dow, that would have made it per, a perfect event for me. But I'm still looking forward to it. The only thing I really wanted to say to you was, are we going to just see more Russian dominance? Because it just seems like I can't see any other nation <laughs> getting close to them. I can't. Uh, I think we sort of touched on Germany might have a little shot because they've got the good, uh, the good doubles, haven't they? And they've got Zverev, obviously. Struff's in there as well, but 
Yeah. The Russians are so strong. I don't I don't see them slipping up, uh, if I'm totally honest. And Italy. I think you missed yeah, them. Yeah, Italy are good as well. Italy are stronger than Germany, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd, I wouldn't say in the doubles, but they're still good. The singles, they've got uh, an abundance of talent. Fanini, Bellelli? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know not not for me no, maybe a few years back <laughs> Aleli I'd say probably more in the doubles don't know what was the last one on this list anyway of things I oh, know it's that one again no, I moved, moved it, it around back. okay I've got rid of all of them anyway yeah let's, get... let's just go back to this and how we're going to end this one uh, is sort of how we started um, but just some other players on who have withdrawn from the Australian Open most notably the women's side as well because we've not touched on them I've yeah. got the full list here. Uh, so starting with men, we've got Guido Pella, uh, been replaced by Feliciano Lopez. Federer's out. Stan Wawrinka's out. Milos Raonic is out. And then onto the women's, we've got Andreescu out. Brady out. Obviously, Brady had such a great uh, time here. I think she, she had a good tournament, didn't she? Uh, the start it of was, last year. Yeah, yeah. It was. Was it? Was it twenty twenty or was it? Uh... She reached the final, right? Oh, I'm, I'm literally, because I'm, I'm, because of the two COVID years, really mess with my brain at the moment. I'll bring it up. Don't worry. Yeah, it was 2021. You're right. Uh, yeah. So she had a Got fantastic. To the final with Asarkan. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely forgot it was yeah, Asarkan. Right. So that's that's a big loss. We've got to remember that's the finalist last year who's now going to be missing. Uh, we've got Mukova. She had a good tournament that year. Remember that the injury and she beat Ashley Barty. I think she did. Um, yeah. Pliskova is going to be out. Serena Williams is going to be out and Podoroska. Ah, sad. So some bigger but, names on the women's so far, but we could be seeing a lot more on the men's. Well, yeah. Well, hopefully we don't see any more big names drop out. It's going to be very, very disappointing. Uh, this is going to be a lacklustre affair otherwise. Uh, but it does open the doors for new champions again. And as we've seen in the US Open, uh, we had a surprise champion there last year. Could we have the same uh, in Australia? Obviously, yeah. looks like Naomi Osaka is going to be there defending her title, which is good. Um, we just have to hope that everybody stays safe, stays free of COVID. Uh, I hope we get some fans as well in there. I, I don't want to hear that there's going to be a complete shutout and uh, we don't get those like rip-roaring stadiums because they have a really great atmosphere over in Australia. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um... Let's see what happens. We've also got Tomic and Kyrgios on the comeback trial. Yeah, um, exactly. Like they're, training, I mean. they're training harder than ever. Obviously, two model sports pet, sportsmen <laughs> they're uh, the best. who a lot of people model their game on. Mm. They're raring to go. They're posting Instagram stories every day, working hard in the gym. Uh, you never know. They could be the final right there, Ben. Yeah, I know. Our Discord keeps popping <laughs> up about Tomic all the time and everyone keeps shutting it down very rapidly. <laughs> Kyrgios, he, he can I, still I, I want to get it. a prediction from you now, Ben. How far is Bernard Tomic going this year in Australia? Does he get a wild card into it? That's all I need to know first. He's going to be he... in there. How far is he going to go? Into the second round, maybe. I Ooh, think that's he's top. getting through, is he? It might. It depends <laughs> who you get in the first round because he might get matched up with a qualifier or something. He might <laughs> just have the crowd on his side. That's about it, though. I don't. I can't see it going. I've. If if he's if he has to qualify, I don't know if he gets in. I'm Fair not enough. sure. And let's end it. Let's wrap it up there. Um, final thing to say, Ben Djokovic is he going to the Australian Open? I'm seventy percent still yes. No, we don't need any of this. I need a yes or a no. 
All right. Are you going to join Don? Say, I still say yes, but very. He'll, gonna, he'll catch the the last plane of the last day that he's going to go. <laughs> he's not going, guys. You heard it here first. JG said it. Um, but in a way, I'm hoping he does because it will make it more of an exciting tournament for sure to see the world number one there and the best player in the world. Um, but yeah, let's wrap it up there. Thanks for watching, guys. If you haven't already, please hit the like button on the video, subscribe if you're new, and let us know in the comment section, what do you think? Djokovic withdrawn from the ATP Cup. Is he going to be going to Australia? What's next? Uh, let us know. Yeah, one more thing, JG, before we go. We obviously just put out our first vlog on our channel. If you haven't had the chance to go watch it yet, please go check it out. It's myself. It's JG at the ATP Champions Tour at the Royal Albert Hall in London. Three days of, uh, well, I'd say comedy uh, and fun and a great uh I don't know, tennis experience that we tried to portray in this vlog. Jump on there. Leave us a comment on that as well. Uh, it really does help the channel out. Yeah. See you guys soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.